Taylor doesn't live with us anymore. <laughs> but she stayed last night. And this morning as we were opening up gifts, I'm looking around at all, all that she had, all that I was blessed with and her mother was blessed with. And, and I'm thinking, you know, there's a high cost. There's a great cost at Christmas. Now, fortunately for us, Iola is one of those shoppers who doesn't just go and grab something off the shelf. <laughs> she, she's like many of you ladies. She's very uh, skilled at finding the best deal. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and so when I, I don't worry about overspending, it's probably more than I would do, but <laughs> I don't worry about that because I know she's not just throwing money away. But I, what I know is that there is a, a great commercialization at Christmas. And while it is a joyous time, it's a time when we should be truly excited. It's not that way for everyone. The commercialization of Christmas has left many at a time like this without joy. But what I've come to understand is that Christmas has nothing to do with the size or the monetary value of any gift that we receive. Uh, <laughs> if you don't believe that, Let's think back to, to Christmas parties. Some of you have already had your family Christmas parties. Some of you have had group Christmas parties, whether it's at work, whether it's here at church. And what I've noticed in these Christmas parties is that often there's silly games that are played. <laughs> and these silly games really usually require a $5 gift. Yeah, we're, we're in 2022, about to go into 2023, after COVID, where everything is skyrocketed. And we're still saying $5 gifts. And in this game, this silly games that, that we play, regardless of how you do it and what the rules are and whatever game it is, there's this engagement with each other. So much that you can actually go and take a gift that someone has rather than going picking out one for yourself, and no one gets mad. No one gets mad. We laugh about it. Now, I would encourage you, don't do it to children. Don't just snatch their gift away from them. <laughs> but as adults, we don't get mad about it. Actually, what I've learned is when we play these games, we leave wherever we're at joyful and content and happy. Glad that we were able to engage with one another. And we're not upset over whether we got a roll of toilet paper or whether we got a candle or, or whatever it was, the gift we got. We're just glad we were able to be together. So when we think about the cost, the great cost of Christmas, maybe the better question we should have or the better idea that should be on our mind is does Christmas really have to be too costly does Christmas have to be too costly Matthew's gospel chapter 2 verses 13 through 15 helps us to see 
a little bit about the cost of Christmas. These verses, they tell us you are the salt of the earth. Well, I'm sorry. I'm in the wrong verse. I'm chapter. <laughs> in, the, in chapter 2, verses 13 through 15, the Bible says, Now, when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Our, saying out of Egypt I called my son. This is God's holy word. God, we thank you for this day. God, it's because of you loving us in spite of us that we can celebrate a day like today. That God, you loved us enough to send your own son into this sin-cursed world to live in full obedience to you, to give himself a sacrifice. God, so that we could have forgiveness of sin, that we could be presented spotless to you. The word God, you would receive us unto yourself. Because you sent your son into this world, we can now have a relationship with you. God, we, this time of year, God, we, we see peace and joy. We see hope and love more than any other time of the year because it's when we celebrate love coming into this world. We celebrate peace and hope and joy coming into this world. Jesus has provided that for us. And God, we just thank you. We praise you and we lift you up. Now speak to our hearts in these next couple moments. And may God, you be glorified in all that's accomplished. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And it, so as we think about that, does Christmas have to be too costly? You know, as we take a look at the text, let's, let's look at that question. What about Christmas was it that was costly? Well, according to verse 13, we find that prior to the verse 13, we find there was a cost of time for the shepherds. We know the shepherds left their flock to go to see the newborn babe. Also, we know that the wise men, it cost them expensive gifts and a long journey. For they came to offer gifts to this Christ child. We also know that it cost Mary and Joseph a long trip to Bethlehem and then a journey to Egypt to protect Jesus from Herod. The Bible tells us there in verse 13 again, Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek to kill the child, the young child, to destroy him. Here it, it cost 
Mary and Joseph, the thing that many of us look forward to at this time, time with family. They had to flee. They had to leave. They had to get away from everyone they know so that they could protect their child. That came at a great cost. It cost mothers and fathers in that day all around Bethlehem, it cost them the massacre of their children. If you go to verse 16, you see that. Then Herod saw, then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry. And he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and, all, and in all the districts from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined by the wise men. So the birth of Christ caused many women, many fathers, mothers, their child. Oh, it came at a great cross, at a great cost. It cost God the Father his very own son. For we know in John 19 and 30, it says that when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up the ghost or he gave up his spirit. So it cost Jesus his very life. Uh, Philippians 2, 6 through 8 tells us, speaking of Jesus Christ, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made of himself of no reputation, taking on the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. If we study the cross, we find that as God, Jesus is taken upon your sin and my sin, his father turned his back upon him. Because he became sin. He became our sin. Sacrificed. And God couldn't look upon our sin. Oh, Christmas, it come at a great cost. But then the question again is, does it have to be so costly? You know what makes Christmas very costly? If it doesn't mean hope. The world had been looking for a Messiah for years the waiting had become long and the world was almost without hope when the angels brought the message of hope. Those who knew Christ would, ne would, would never be without hope. But those who are without Christ have no hope. Christmas is too costly if you don't have hope today. Christmas is too costly if you do not receive God's gift. If we do not experience God's love, then Christmas is too costly. No one understands the first Christmas until they experience the love of God in Christ and then shows that love to others. Christmas is too costly if we do not experience the forgiveness of our sin. We've overlooked the true meaning of Christmas if we forget Jesus' purpose for coming into this world was to seek and to save those who were lost. 
Christmas is too costly if we do not proclaim the good news. The good news of Christmas, the good news of Jesus Christ, the the gospel news. If we don't proclaim that, then Christmas was too costly. Luke 2 and 11 says, For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. He gave everything and if we reject him then it's too costly it's too costly you know the simple truth is for one for one who was lost he was willing to leave the splendor of heaven be born of a virgin To be born in a stable, wrapped in swaddling clothes. (laughs) In other words, he was wrapped in strips of cloth and laid in a feeding trough. He left the splendor of glory (laughs) to come to a feeding trough. He put on this earthly flesh. And he lived the life so that you and I could go free. He lived the life of sacrifice so that we could know God as a heavenly father. So that we could have a personal relationship with him. And for us to reject Christ, the one who who was spat upon the one that they placed the crown of thorns upon his head, the one that was beaten, nailed upon a cross that he had to carry up Galgotha's hill, the one that was suspended between heaven and earth, the one who they pierced his side, the one who just gave everything and said, Father, forgive him. For they know not what they do. If we reject him, Christmas is too costly. I'm talking about the one who on the third day defeated death, hell, and the grave for you and I. To give us victory. That The moment that we receive Jesus as our Savior, his Holy Spirit comes to live within us and we have victory over the penalty of our sin. Oh, to reject him is to say it was too costly. I didn't deserve it. You didn't deserve it. I'm not worthy. You aren't worthy. But he loves us anyway. He came into this world for us. But Christmas is not too costly. If we receive Jesus as our Savior. (laughs) I'm convinced that when we stand before him. We're going to stand before him with our name written in the Lamb's book of life. And he would be willing to say it was worth it all. There are things in our lives that we have to experience And it's not until later 
when we begin to appreciate the value of the experience. The experience is heavy. The experience can be painful. The experience can just hurt in a way that we can't describe. (laughs) But when we're able to look back upon that experience and see where God has brought us to, we can say it was worth it. May not have liked it. May not understand it. But there's coming a day when we're going to be able to look back on all that we've had to deal with and say it was worth it. I'm convinced when we step into the portals of glory (laughs) and we see him for as he is and we hear him say, enter in thy good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy that the Lord has prepared for you We'll say whatever we experienced on earth was worth it. For eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of man what God has prepared for those who love him. Oh, I look forward to his appearing. I truly do. And we say a lot of things. And I'm saying this to you out of the sincereness of my heart. Whatever happens to me, don't weep. (laughs) When I leave this world, don't weep for me. If you're going to weep, you weep for my wife or my daughter because God loves them too much to let me be the last. They're going to have some peace without me one day. (laughs) I'm convinced of that. You weep for them because I'm going to a place where I'll be able to say everything that I had to experience on, on this side of life was worth it. To be here in a place called heaven. I can say that. I believe many of you here can say that. But I also believe there's some here who might not. There may be somebody here that this Christmas morning, you can't say that you have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. That if you were to leave this world today, that you are not convinced that heaven's your home. If that's where you are, you don't have to leave here today like that. Oh, you can be assured today that heaven is your home. We will have a song of invitation. I think Miss Lily has one for us. And right now, if you're here today and you don't know Jesus is your Savior or you are not sure if heaven is your home, let's fix that today. Today, what a Christmas gift to be able to tell your family that I know that I've been born again. And I know that when I leave this world, I can say it was all worth it because I'm going to be with Jesus. Is there one today? As she sings this song, is there one that would say, I'm ready to give my life?
to Jesus. I'm ready to surrender all to him because he surrendered all for me.